Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. the MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Stu and Blake. Hello and welcome to the MMA Fan Show. I am Blake Harrison and joining me as always is a Stu Griffin. <laughs> it's because we've been doing Borat. Oh no, just, oh no. It's, it's, come, it's gone that way. Yeah. Call her the little uh, episode earlier with Kerry. Uh, we did. Affectionately, you referred to her as... My wife. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, so we, we just did that. So I don't know if that's out yet, but if it's not, it's coming your way. And if it is out, go and check it out. We uh, talked about kind of losing your spouse or partner to MMA fandom and uh, we spoke about that. And we also had some really lovely uh, comments and funny little stories come in from you, the viewers, the listeners. Because um, about... it's not easy being an MMA fan, is it? You know, certainly no. in the UK, because uh, aside from uh, our, our beloved Cage Warriors, uh, and, and I guess Octagon, uh, but I guess, you know, your, your premium UFC yeah. is generally silly o'clock in the morning. So it does mess with your weekend. But it I know does. you love it. So, But also do. there's the long-suffering partners of those people. It's bad enough for us, but at least we get the joy of True. watching the fights and enjoying it. True. And then we've got, uh, you know, partners, spouses, whatever it is. Uh, Absolutely. Having to deal with either the kids or you waking them up at four in the morning, shouting and... Fuck and Rose, fuck Rose yeah. at the top of my voice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we talk about all of that. So if you haven't seen that yet, please go and check that out. Um, but today we've got a special episode. Yes, we have. Because we, uh, we're doing your top three favourite fights. Now, before we get into that... Uh, if you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, please do. Please subscribe. Uh, that really helps us out. And uh, leave us a nice little comment. Join us on the socials, Instagram, TikTok, where it's all kicking off, and uh, X. Mm. Uh, join us there. And, uh, yeah, do all of that stuff. Help us out, guys. Send us your comments. We like to hear from you as well. Because yeah, we love this... them comments. Like, yeah. um, Stu and Blake are my favourite father-son presenting combo. <laughs> Thanks for that, guy. <laughs> It's really good. Just what my uh, my elderly bones needed to hear. Um, How's your ego after that? Is it all right? Oh, do you know what? It fucking cracked me up. I was, I was, when I see that, I was like, oh, you funny bastard. It did make me laugh. Uh, so if you're listening or watching, cheers, brother. Um, yes, so subscribe because, uh, well, you've missed uh, maybe, I don't know, eight, nine episodes we've recorded in this new studio. Oh, I don't know. I've lost count. I've lost um, count. But some of them episodes included uh, the wonderful Michael Venom Page. He was... Uh, 
he come into the studio yes. and, uh, and we sat down with MVP just before the big UFC announcement. We've had uh, British heavyweight boxing uh, superstar in the making, Johnny Fisher, who he's just announced his big fight out in Vegas. Uh, so big love to Johnny Bosch Fisher. Um, also, my, my, my favourite episode of the year, the predictions episode. Yes. I love where we predict our champions for the end of 2024. So, you know, if you're someone that's like, oh, that episode's old, I don't want to watch that. No, the, this will be viable to watch for the next year. It's mm. like, you know, 2024, who's going to be the champs at the start of 2024? Yeah. Both made our predictions. So go and check that out if you haven't as well. Um, but right now, right now, it's all about me. Oh, it's all goodness. about me Jesus. and, uh, and my favourite fights. So, there's, I know what these are and some of them are real eyebrow raisers and I just <laughs> yeah I mean I think we're starting from a safe place right we're starting where mm -hmm. I think most people this has been one of if not their favorite point at some point in time what's your first fight in your top three favorite fights so at number three I'm gonna go Rory versus Robbie two yep so, this is standard UFC 189. Yes, yeah, yeah. A, 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 absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm for the, the, the championship fight. And I know when we first started the podcast and we had a fight or flight episode, we had uh, the lovely Laura Checkley from King Gary. Um, Laura come on and we made her watch this fight, didn't no, we? No, we didn't. Did she watch Yang? She watched Joanna versus Yang. This was Thomas Turgus, I believe. Tomo watched that, didn't Tom, he? I think Thomas yes. Turgus watched this fight. Good uh, From This Is England. Yes. He came on, he watched this fight with us and uh, we need to get do some more fight or flights. Now yeah. that hopefully we've opened up the Zoom. Uh, yes. Uh, situation in the studio we can get back to doing some of that that'd be great but Thomas Turgus watched this it at one point was my favorite fight it has been surpassed mm. but at one point this was my favorite fight but talk to us about why it's okay. your in your top three so I've been reading sort of comments uh, on this fight just to kind of get a bit of a sort of mixture of, of, of opinion on it because I guess most people regard it as one of the greats. I think it has to be up there, yeah. Now, is it regarded as one of the greats? Because a lot of people said that, like, the first few rounds aren't that exciting. Now, the first round is much the same as, I would guess, a huge amount of MMA fights. People are working each other out. Yes. You know, they're, they're working out their distance and such and timing. And, and so what you don't get is loads really you know in in that first round i think sort of rory's trying to establish his jab a little bit yeah and uh and i don't think sort of lawler managed to sort of close the distance particularly well in that no. first round um i think this fight is loved for so many reasons and i, I will get to the face off at the end of the uh the fourth for, round oh my uh, God. because it's the, it, yeah so anyway the second round Robbie comes out and I think he's, he's, he's time to sort of like get things moving a little bit more. And, uh, and the exchanges then start to get a, a lot more exciting. Um, and then uh, Robbie opens up Rory with a cut. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and I think that was the round where Robbie found his momentum and his timing. And, and then it takes us into the third. And for me... Robbie's combinations were, were, were just having a, a real devastating effect. And uh, Well, Rogan's got that great line, isn't he? Rory's face is a mask of blood. Yeah. And it's just his face, even at the end of round two, and then opened up again in, in round three. Yeah. Rory McDonald's face is all over the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the third round, Rory just lands that massive head kick 
Well, yeah, he spams and, them almost. Yeah. He does like three almost in a row, doesn't he? And, and he catches him at the end. And Robbie sort of takes a sort of stumble back yeah. and then on, onto, the, onto the cage and then literally Rory just fucking tees off until the bell. Flying which, knee, yeah. Flying knee, yeah, yeah. which potentially... Sort oh, of, look at that photo. Yeah. <laughs> That's unreal. <laughs> that encapsulates part of this fight. Yeah. It is great. Uh, if you're not watching this episode, you should do because the, the pitches on the screen are, are insane. And uh, and then what's brilliant is the buzzer goes at the end of the third. And, yeah. and Robbie, you know, has been brutal, brutally bashed up at the end of that sort of that last sort of 30 seconds. Yeah. He just laughs. <laughs> he just laughs and walks back to his corner, putting his hand above his head like he's sort of swinging a lasso. Oh, it's man. absolutely surreal. Then we get to the fourth, and this is the round. This is the round because it like it felt like Rory come out as as a man that felt he was literally seconds away from winning that championship. And that's how the first minute and a bit or two yeah. minutes went, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, and he was just unloading. Big John's uh, having a close look at that point. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, Rory's yeah, got yeah. him up in his head. Big John McCarthy is there looking at Robbie as if to say, yeah. this might be stopped in a second. Well, you say that in the fourth because everybody's looking at Rory's face and it's only, it wasn't until the end of the fight but it's in that full round that you, Rory's, uh, Robbie's lip. Yo. Like, which is one of the most brutal cuts in, it, in the history of the sport. Yeah. Like, when you see him, well, we'll get to it uh, at the end. But, I mean, despite being rocked, he, he stayed the course, uh, Lawler, in this. And, and, and basically just continued with that. I, I think Rory sort of dominating uh, that round. And then bang, they step, they, the, like Big John steps in, end of the round, and you just get what I think, tell me, argue with me, argue with me, okay. is one of the most iconic moments in the history of the UFC. Well, I, I certainly can't argue with it. It really is just such a phenomenal moment in that end of that fourth round because, as you say, Rory looks like he could finish him early in that round. Mm -hmm. The momentum shifts in this fight were phenomenal. That's, I think, one of the things that makes a great fight for me yeah. sometimes is when there's shifts of momentum, you think it's going one way and then it goes another way. And at the end of round two, it looks like Robbie's got him, Rory's face all over, over the shop. Yeah. Three, halfway through, Rory comes back, nearly finishes him. Four, the start of the rounds, Rory nearly finishes him. Uh, at the end of four, the, again, the momentum shifts back to Robbie and then you get this stare down. Robbie just spits blood. The canvas, it's like it's been raining blood yeah. in there. The canvas is just spattered with blood. It's all over the shop. And, uh, yeah, and I think, I think this stare down, not that he did it, I think, necessarily in a conscious way to win the fight. I think it was just an emotional moment from Robbie where he went, come on then, let's go. And I think almost from that point, you can see where this fight's going to go. And as they come out for that fifth round, Robbie is looking like a maniac. He could go another five rounds, Robbie, it looks like at this point. And Rory looks like, oh God. It felt to me that at the end of that fourth, Rory had thrown everything at that fight. Yeah. And he's still looking at a fucking maniac staring yes. back at him. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah and in that fifth, like, it just something put a rocket up Robbie's ass, <sighs> and he just went out looking for that knockout. Yeah. And you watch the shots on Rory's nose. It's clearly his nose is broken. God, I, I, I don't know how badly, but oh my God. And 
it's not even a big shot that finishes the fight. No. It, I mean, it's I, an I accumulation that, on what is it? That nose was probably broken from round two. Yeah. So amazing from Rory to carry on in the to manner have in which he did. a broken nose and have ruthless Robbie Lawler constantly oh, smashing mate. you on it. And, and he just literally drops to his back, really, or he's on, on his ass, and he just literally just holding his face. He's not out, he's just in absolute agony. And, oh, my God. And then you see this this sort of celebration here that, that we've got on the image here of, of Robbie just, oh, my God, he's screaming. But, <sighs> the lip, the but lip his is lip so is hard torn. to look at. There's like an inch tear on his lip, and it's unbelievable. And then this photo, for me, just sums oh. it up. I mean, it's, it's, if you're not watching, it's Robbie. As, as obviously, um, they've both gone to hospital to get checked out because they're both obviously smashed to smithereens. And, uh, and it's just Robbie with his arm around Rory. And, I mean, Robbie's been stitched up. And, my God, Rory McDonald's face. I mean, he's got some clamp, I presume, just holding his nose together. Oh, God. And his eyes are just shut because the pounding that, that his, his, his face took. And and to be honest, I don't think Rory McDonald was ever the same fighter after that. No, I, 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 I think love he was Rory either. McDonald. Me too. Um, I, I thought he was, you know, everyone said he was the new breed of fighter at the time. He was, you know, that, that generation that were coming through as a well-rounded mixed martial artist rather mm-hmm. than somebody that was, you know, a boxer or a BJJ that had sort of then tried to learn the other disciplines. You know, they were saying he's the next generation and he, and he very much was. He was such an exciting fighter to watch. Obviously, you know, things went up and down. He went on to, he won the strap at Bellator, didn't he? Uh, I believe he did. Yes, I believe and, he uh, did. Yeah, I think he did win a fight. And then he went up in weight, didn't he, to try and take on Musashi, and he lost. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what happened. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, just just an absolute killer. And again, I, I think Robbie was the underdog in this fight as well. Uh, and I, I just, it was, I mean, what was this, maybe five or six fights into new Robbie Lawler, returning to the UFC. Yeah. And Would they, who did he, he beat, um, oh, who's the guy that looks like a trucker and he was he went up in weight to fight cost, Jimi Hendrix. Johnny Hendrix. Johnny Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> 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 yeah, the Watchtower. It's a great fight uh, against the Foxy Lady. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> right. oh, I'm so happy that you've done that, not me. Oh, I knew exactly who I was talking about yeah. as well. Uh, so yeah, you so fought the Johnny, voodoo child, yeah. Yeah, yeah he like... fought the voodoo child. And then, uh, yeah, and then he had like the Condit fight, didn't he? And... Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember if there was another one in between. And then obviously he's got the McDonald 2 fight, which was just yeah. mental. And all his fights were just incredibly exciting at the time, at the time as well. I mean, I think Justin Gaethje probably gives him a run for his money, if not overtakes him in terms of most exciting fighter. But that stretch for Robbie leading up to the Tyron Woodley knockout, yeah. I don't think... I. I'm trying to think, has there been a more exciting run as a champion? And then my brain says Charles Oliveira. But but it's up there as one of the most exciting championship runs because there's been better champions. There's yep. been more longer reigning champions, but they have boring fights thrown in. Adesanya, John Jones, Demetrius Johnson, uh, you know, they're not always in these epic battles because they're so good. The stats here say that uh, since returning to the UFC, he had gone six and one, uh, including a win over uh, Jimi Hendrix uh, <laughs> to, 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 win the, to, to win the belt. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and he did come in an underdog. Uh, but oh my god, yeah! Well, uh, absolute fan favourite, Robbie Lawler. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. Right. Should we move on to uh, my next favourite fight? Let's. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that. I just think. That, oh, you've pulled it up already. I was going to go and say that hospital photo, just so iconic of like the beauty of MMA and yeah. how you can have that destruction and then the kind of sportsmanship afterwards. And that was the first one of those I think I really saw and it's led on to so many others. And then you drop this bombshell on me that your other fight in your top three fights ever. Mm-hmm. Do you want to announce it? Luke Riley versus uh, Alexander Luth, uh in, uh, in Cage Warriors. Uh, Cage Warriors 160 in November last year. Um, fine out uh, 145. Um, what shocks you about this? I think, look, let me pull up some of my notes here on the fight because I, when you first said this to me, I was like, is he having a laugh? Right. Because when we think about best fights ever, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about fights that are happening at the highest level. Mm-hmm. And I think... With all due respect, and I hope it doesn't come across in a bad way to Luke and uh, Alex, I just think a 5-0 and guy and a 7-0 and guy, or whatever they were at the time, mm-hmm. that's not the pinnacle of the sport. Mm-hmm. That's not the top, top no, guys. doesn't make it a good or bad fight. No, I know it doesn't, and I know, I, I know that, but I think... Look, I don't know. I, to, to me, I'm just like, for me, when I'm thinking about the greatest fights of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not thinking about guys that have had that few fights. Yeah. And as a fan, you can still watch it. And obviously, and, and I have to say, having rewatched the fight, I do get where you're coming from. Yeah. It's a phenomenal fight. It's loads of fun. And again, it's got what to me is one of the best things, that, that, that one of the key ingredients to make a fight an all-time great fight, and that yeah. is momentum shifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a story to be told. Yeah. And 
in this, it had that. It had those momentum shifts, which I love. But I just feel like there's, you know, there's so many other... Like, Listen. when I think of momentum shifts, I think... Yuri Prohashka, Glover Teixeira. Yeah, look. I mean, and that's at the highest level right. for a UFC title. And that's why, to me, when there's a UFC title on the line, the Champions League of MMA, those always will leapfrog fights that are just like prelim fights or whatever, maybe wrongfully. Like, uh, was it Sadikov versus uh, Borshev mm. is one of my favorite fights of last year. Phenomenal fight that happened, I think, on the prelims of a card. But... I just, I just think when, yeah, there's the top end of the division. No, I has, disagree. I, I, go I, on, go I, on. Talk, I, I talk, disagree. It's your pick. So when uh, I looked at this, look, Shogun versus Hendo, right? Yeah. Uh, unreal. Gustafsson Jones, unreal. Yeah. You know, these are like fights that have blown my mind. And so many, you know, Aspinall Pavlovich. You know? It's no, not, that's it's not a, a top fight of right. all time. But So what I'm basing this on, right, is how it meant, how it felt to me, right? When yeah. I watched these fights, just literally being, oh, my God, this is... I, don't, I just don't want this to stop. This is unbelievable. Irrelevant of championships, organisations. You know I love Cage Warriors, uh, right? Yeah, I love Cage Warriors. And, yeah. and I've been championing Luke Riley for a long time. He's, if, for those that don't um, watch Cage Warriors... He fights at a next gen with, 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 with Paddy and Molly. And his fight style is so exciting. It's mm-hmm. so exciting. He's, his striking's unreal. His chin is fucking his ridiculous. His chin is mental. He gets hit with some crazy shots in this fight. I don't know what his chin is made of. But, yeah, you're right. That is, the durability of that young man is, is phenomenal. And, and that's tested very early on in this fight. In the first round... Uh, his iron chin uh, eats head kicks, flying knees. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, the, the rest of the fight, it's all stand-up. It's yeah. all stand-up pretty much. They're just literally... Well, of course you love that. You're Mr. Stand-em-up, aren't you? <laughs> like, I do like my stand-up. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's just, they're just exchanging combinations and it's so exciting because they're not even that wild. They're so precise. And the speed of Luke Riley's hands... Is ridiculous. Uh, but at the end of that first round, Luke Riley is cut and uh, and then just unloads uh, 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 and then just unloads. And I don't I don't know. I think I think potentially Luftmav took that first round. What did you think? I wasn't scoring it. Okay, I was just okay. enjoying it. But I think maybe. I, I mean for me. For me, I was watching it just kind of going, I can't believe Stewart's picked this as a top yeah. three fight. Well, 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 and by, the, the, and the, by the end of the fight, I was like, I wouldn't pick this as a top three all-time ever fight, mm-hmm. but I can see where you're coming from. Mm. Like, if you were like... Dude, look at that yeah, picture. No, no, it's insane. End it of the first insane. round. It's insane. Just drops, like... But, just... like, if, if you... I like you can't say you were out with your mates and you come home and you're like some of them don't watch MMA and you just want to show them some epic fight or whatever. Yeah. This is a great fight to throw on. So what stops it's that great. from being a great? No, it, no, I'm saying you've sort of won me round from me yeah. watching it, but I couldn't. I reckon I could pick 
I don't know, like eight fights that have got higher stakes that are equally as exciting but and I, that therefore makes it slightly lesser to stakes me. Stakes for what? They've both got, like, they're both undefeated well, and they're stakes trying... stakes for the, the highest both position to to in the, the sport. Yeah, but it's the... You, but, that, but again, the level of this... They, they, look, I would love to see Luke Riley do phenomenally well in the UFC. Mm. I feel like you're going to try and put me in a corner and paint me as this like <laughs> Luke Riley hater. I think Luke Riley is phenomenal. Yeah. Really think he's a great fighter. I really want to see where his career goes. He's putting on absolutely phenomenal, exciting fights. But there is a world in which both these men get into the UFC and don't quite make it mm. into the rankings or don't quite make it ever to a title shot. And for me, when I'm picking greatest ever fights, I think sometimes that needs to include men or women that are some of the greatest ever in their divisions. Mm-hmm. And so that, that you know you know that when something's happening or someone's getting the upper hand, it's not just because someone's cardio is gone. It's not because they're inexperienced. It's because they're that damn good to have done that to someone else. Mm. So when you look at Adesanya versus Gastelum, and I know that Gastelum, I don't think he's ever been the same since that, that fight. Very nearly made my pick. But that is a phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. fight. Prahajka versus uh, Glover Teixeira. Yeah. Wow, what a fight. I yeah. mean, for, for Yuri to submit Glover in round five, are you mm. kidding me? What a story that is. I mean, even more recently, you can look at, you know, pretty much any fight for Justin Gaethje, but also um, Moreno and, and Figueredo, Moreno and uh, uh, Pantoja recently. I mean, the, these are the highest, highest level, and they sometimes as well will incorporate all aspects of the martial arts. And that is where I start to go, okay, that's that's the greatest. That's yeah. the level for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the, the Nathaniel Woods uh, fighting Cage Warriors is one of the most wildest fights I've yeah. ever seen as well. Um, it, it's just great because like, Riley drops him at the end of the first round. Second round, like, he just eats a head kick, Riley, uh, and gets dropped, and, and Luft takes his back, and he gets up into another flying knee, and then gets kicked in the head again. And our guy, Brad Walton, uh, literally quotes, what is this kid made of? Yeah, uh, and, he's not wrong. <laughs> and then Riley literally just starts throwing crazy strikes. And Luft, I think, has blown himself out yeah. uh, at this point. And I don't know what goes on in them corners with them next-gen boys, but whatever they said to Luke Riley in that break before the third round, he come out looking so fresh and just literally throws barrage after barrage of lightning fast hands and just gets the stoppage. And he's thrown everything at that stoppage because he sort of runs to the cage but then takes about 15 minutes to get up it <laughs> and over it and he doesn't sit at the top with his hands in the air he sort of falls down uh and there's obviously uh paddy and uh, I, th- I think that's slim Gittins there yeah and uh and there and molly's there and, as and well molly's yeah there. and uh and, and basically he just literally sort of folds into sort of paddy's arms and yeah. molly's 
and and I just love watching them them next gen fighters. I, I think whatever they're doing at that gym at the moment, it's exciting. And I think they're that gym is at the you know one of the ones at the forefront yeah. of the, the UK MMA scene. And and we've seen it with Molly and Paddy taking it to the world stage. And I think we're going to see Luke Riley in the UFC uh, pretty damn soon because well, yeah. you watch fights like that. If you're you know uh, any of the people at the UFC that are uh, you know, I'm sure Grant Boylan is saying to them fellas that over the UFC, you need to watch this kid because he is all fireworks. And, yeah, that's what you want to see when... I mean, uh, and for Cage Warriors, I mean, we've just seen that they've they've said, is that fight of the year? They've then gone on to say, is it the greatest Cage Warriors fight of all time? Uh, no arguments from me. I think no. it's absolutely fantastic. It is. And as I say, I sort of went into this thinking how have you gone with this fight over so many big title fights in the UFC and stuff like that. But after watching it, I can, I can, I am way more understanding of why you've yeah. done this because it is such an entertaining fight yeah. from start to finish. It is all action. It yeah. never relents. And it is, it is a, a phenomenal fight. So you've sort of brought me round, but yeah, I, th- I, yeah. Yeah, I want to mix sort it up because I, I could have uh, yeah, gone, no, yeah. gone with the obvious ones. And I know Robbie and Rory is, is very much in yeah, everybody's. But rightfully so. And I want, uh, Yeah, absolutely. But I thought, you know what, I want to... Because we love Cage Warriors and I want to just be championing that, that next generation, not, no pun intended there, the next generation of fighters coming through mm. that we're going to see in the UFC. And I just watched that fight and I've watched it maybe three or four times and every time I watch it, I'm just engrossed in it. It's so exciting. It is. Uh, and, and and I love that. So, my next one. Hang on, there's one thing. Go on. You've even just talking to you about it and your passion for this fight sort of makes me go, yeah, go on then, stick it in the stick it in your top three. <laughs> but do you know what it also makes me do? Having watched this fight and and, and hearing your passion for it as well, it just makes me go, can we please book Luke Riley versus Harry Hardwick? <laughs> Could can we imagine? can we please do that? Because that would be absolute carnage. Fucking hell. I would love that so much. <laughs> and I think both of them, if they perform to their best abilities, should just both get UFC contracts regardless of who wins 100%. and who loses. <laughs> because 100%. it's what a fight that would be. Yeah. The featherweight Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Division in Cage Warriors for a long time, to me, feels like it's sort of like their marquee division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, Charrier's obviously moved on to UFC. Paul Hughes, has he signed for the UFC yet? Paul Not Hughes, yet. you know, no. Um, Charrier's got a fight announced. Charrier's got a fight announced, yeah. I know that. Uh, but, you know, we, we the Vuchenic. has got another fight. And, yeah, and uh, Caelan Lochran. Caelan, but, yeah. But sticking with Featherweight. Charrier, I know, is gone now, but Paul Hughes, we don't know what's going on there. He, he, I know, he's, I think his last fight was at lightweight or whatever, but so we don't know what's going on with him. But he was a big part of that Cage Warriors featherweight division. Jordan Vucenic, Harry Hardwick, was it James Hendon as mm-hmm. well? Now you've got Luke Riley and Luft putting on performances like that. I mean, what a division. That, <laughs> yeah, is, that Cage Warriors featherweight division yeah. is absolutely bonkers. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, while we're talking Cage Warriors, I'm going to throw it in there. Cage Warriors, he's coming to Essex, he's coming to Grays, he's coming to my hometown. Um, it's uh, the Cage Warriors Academy and, uh, and it's coming in April uh, of this year. I believe it's April. Um, is it April? Now I'm, I'm questioning myself. We'll put the links in the bio. But um, yeah, so this, all the fighters are going to be 10 minutes from this studio. So uh, hopefully we'll catch up with uh, a few of them and, uh, and have some chats ahead of that event. Cage Warriors, Grace at the Civic Hall. My number one. Oh, so you've actually done this in order. Uh, or is it just you just top three? But or is this in order? Is I, I, I guess this is probably the fight that I've watched the most and the fight that blew my mind the most ever. <sighs> Go on then, mate. Announce it for the listeners. It's Ronda Rousey versus Holly Holm. <sighs> this is another interesting choice, Stu. I don't know. This is an interesting choice. Oh, dude. It's uh, I think my my reaction with you picking this fight is that... Because I sent you this one first and you was like, dude, I wish you hadn't sent me this. Yeah. My reaction would have been insane. I... The thing is, is I think objectively, not even an opinion, but an objective fact, is that this isn't even the greatest women's MMA fight of all time. I mean, there's Shang S- and Joanna. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why is this better than that to you? Right. Because at the time, like, Ronda was the biggest star in the UFC. One of the biggest stars. Certainly the most, you know, the, 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 the most famous. I uh, think at one point she was the biggest. Absolutely. I think, you know, when, before Connor had quite made his rise, yep. she, as we've said, discussed on the show, she was on, like, the Ellen show, which was huge. It was mainstream yep. TV. Not many fighters... Even if they're John Jones, Israel Adesanya, people like that, get to go on like the late night talk shows or mm. the daytime shows like Ellen and stuff like mm. that. She was on that. She was a superstar. And, and what was weird was like, I think we saw a lot of Ronda on the lead up to the Misha Tate fight on the Ultimate Fighter that kind of gave an insight into, I don't know, she didn't really endear herself to me. Like, mm-hmm. I started to think that she wasn't particularly nice. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't like Misha, did she? She did not like and Misha. And Misha, to me, came across really nice and quite funny. 
And for some reason, she really didn't like Holly Holm. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. And I don't know what that was about. Um, and because I guess everybody knew Holly from uh, her boxing and, and kickboxing as well. Uh, and at this point, it's so important to, to highlight, Ronda was taking everybody out in a round. There's a you great... Know, it, it was Mike Tyson type thing. Like when Tyson come through on a tear, nobody was getting out of them early rounds. It was like, n- no one is going to stop this. And like, Ronda just looked like, once she's got you, you're on the floor, you're done. Can I just throw a stat out there? Go on. In the build-up to this fight, Ronda had three title defences, not just fights, but three title defences taking on the number one woman every time. And she did those three title defences in a combined 64 seconds. That's mental, isn't it? What was that? Beth... Korea. Betchko Hair. Yeah. Maybe Katzingano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember Kat just ran at her and yeah. fell into an armbar, and you're like, what was that? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know who the other one was. Yeah. I can't remember who the other one was, but I'm pretty sure it was Katzingano, Betchko Hair, and someone else. And I don't think it would have been Misha. She, Misha didn't get finished that quick, did no, she? No. No, Misha was more of a tougher fight. Uh, and, and yeah, it, it was just. <laughs> I just I, I loved Holly Holm, uh, and and it was so. I mean, it was only Holly's third fight in the UFC, uh, and she's fighting. She was ranked seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I just in in the press conference, she was just a bit of an ass. And then I know you got to get your fight face on, and you got to get your head where you need to get your head. Um, and then literally when they face off before the first round. Holly's looking, I wouldn't say, I even say confident. She just, I mean, she looks a bit non-plus with the whole thing. It all mm-hmm. looks a little bit, wow, what's going on? This is huge. Composed. Composed. That's a great shout. Uh, and, and she finishes composed as well. We, we'll get on to that. But she, Holly puts her hands out, touch gloves, Rhonda just walks away and it's yes, like, it? oh, man, I don't like that, man. No. I just don't like it. I think it was sort of part of the Rhonda personality. It was like... You are my enemy. Yeah. It's like you are... Like, I kind of feel like Ronda... And I might be wrong, but seemed to be someone that took everything personally. When, it was never business. It was never a sport. It was you're coming to take something away from me and I hate you for it. That was the vibe it felt like as a fan watching. When you watch them docs about a relationship with her mum and that's got competing at that highest yeah. level of judo... She was a bronze medalist, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, you can see where that might come from uh but but yeah uh, but i mean it was all a waste of time and effort she should have been a bit nicer because literally from the off ronda rousey looks oh, holly's footwork she's almost running around the octagon at times mm-hmm. and she's a movement was the first time that I think Ronda's faced anybody with that level of footwork mm-hmm. and she did not know how to deal with it. Uh, you do, quite early on, Ronda gets her, clinches her. And, and I remember at that time thinking, oh, there you go, that's it. Yep. And uh, Holly just pushes her off and treats her to an head kick uh, on the break. Uh, and quite early on in that first round, Ronda's sort of flat-footed and looks quite tired. Uh, and, and again, she manages to sort of judo throw her. 
Holly gets out of it quite comfortably. And I think you're seeing Ronda now looking frustrated because she's like, oh, hang on a minute. And then Holly just starts letting that right hand go. And it's like pop. And it's like pop. And everyone is on the button. And no one's done this to Ronda at this no. point. You're seeing like stuff for the first time. And that, for me, I was like, oh, my God. Like, she's going to get to the end of the first round. And not only is she going to, she's, like, beating her comfortably. And and it was just so good. And, and, and then right hands were just lighting her up. And then the buzzer goes. Ronda throws cheap shot right on the buzzer as well. And it's like... It is a bit late. It yeah. is late. And it was like... And then you, you see her, Ronda go to the, the corner. No one's going to, like, Holly's corner. Straight away they're going to go to the superstar's corner. And it was Firaz, wasn't it? Uh, a trainer, Firaz? Uh, no. Uh, um, i trying to remember his name. Not Firaz Ahabi. That's, uh, that's GSP and Arnold Allen's coach. Um, oh, God. Saruki. Not Sarukian. But anyway. Armand Tar... Tavarian? Tavarian? Right. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and he's just going, beautiful. That's beautiful. And it's like, well, I'm fucking beautiful. Like, your fighter just got lit up. And there was nothing... Like, she just wasn't taking her head off the centre line. Everything about it, for a boxer of Holly's standard, it was just, it looked like almost easy work. Mm. And it comes out in a second, and Rhonda's, like, looking just as exhausted, and she's chasing her, and she looks desperate. And, and you think, oh, my God, and you just see Holly on her feet, and it's like, oh, this is so beautiful to watch. And then you do that, that, that moment where... Like Rhonda flies in, Holly just pivots, and you just see Rhonda go to her knees and bash into the cage, and it's like, what are we seeing here? That that was the moment, wasn't it? I have to say, rewatching this fight made me feel more appreciation for Rhonda, oddly, because my memory of the fight was just that Holly just smashed her to pieces, and she sort of did. Yeah, but also. I don't. I didn't remember moments where Ronda actually got her to the ground at one point, but Holly was able to to escape. Mm. Got her in a clinch at a couple of points, and Holly was able to escape. I'd forgotten those those couple of moments. Um, but it was, for all intents and purposes, like kind of one way traffic. But that moment there that you just mentioned, where Ronda swings a big wild hook, and Holly just ducks underneath it. And Ronda, as you say, goes down on one knee and stumbles almost against the cage. Just made you go, oh, this is now insurmountable for Ronda. There's, there's no way, shape or form that she can now win this fight because she is so levels below this woman in terms of her stand-up game. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really... It's a huge moment, actually. And she, I'd never seen her look so vulnerable. No. And, like, and she just looked... It, it was almost... It was almost embarrassing because the levels yeah. in it was like you, you're looking at what everybody thought. That sounds know. horrible to say yeah. and it's still amazing. But I can see what you mean because she was sort of showing up. To, to, for Holly to duck that punch and her sort of almost fall over, yeah, it's, it's slightly embarrassing. And again, I chose this fight because for the whole of it, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what am I watching? And then you <laughs> You just see Holly throw that straight left. Oh, we've got the image of it up here. And like, and kick. then like, she sort of drops her to her knees. And as she's getting up, you just see like Holly throw that left kick, shin to chin, and boom, she's down. 
And it was fucking head kick dead. And like, and obviously you just see Holly uh, swarmer and, 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 and very quickly, you know, Herb's in there. And then you say that composed that we, we spoke about in the face-off. You see Holly run away to kind of go crazy because she's just beaten the greatest at that point mm-hmm. and she's just won the strap. And she kind of goes to explode and then goes and calms herself and yeah. then walks around there. <laughs> yeah. And like, and you just think, that says so much about her. And like, and... She know. tried to go down to her knees and sort of have a moment with Ronda right. as well, and I think. again... Look at her face. Yeah, mate, she's just been knocked out. Like, I don't think you can... Uh, do you know I, what? I don't, I don't have any problem with with, with yeah. after the... I mean, when someone's been knocked out, I think they can be forgiven for all sorts because yeah. it's just like your brain's not working properly at that point in time. I, I, I just did not like generally how unsportsman like Ronda was in the lead-up to it and after it. Mm. Um Holly Holm does genuinely seem like a really lovely human being. Yes, she does. Uh, looking at Dana White's face there, you can see he's yeah. just thinking, oh, fuck, I've just lost the poster girl for, for the organisation. Yeah. And obviously we did see Ronda come back and get uh, lit up again. Um, and, and I think what this showed was, what again made it so exciting for me was when you see somebody's fight style that's so effective get found out. Yes. And somebody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and credit to, uh, it was uh, Wick John and... Uh, uh, Wink yeah, Wick John, yeah. Uh, Jackson Wink. And, uh, and Greg Jackson, yeah. Like, having them, like, just study tape and just go, this is how we do this. Yeah. And, my God, what a fight plan. Because yep. it was executed perfectly to the fact that it looked like, I don't even know if, if, if Holly ate a, a shot. Like, she just... Not really. ...looked so comfortable doing that. And and then, obviously, after that, it was very checkered for, for Holly Holm. And, oh, my yeah, God. she was never the same. And, but I think the the sport had begun to evolve. Uh, completely. And, completely. you know, obviously, Holly came in being a world champion boxer and world champion kickboxer. She had a skill set that no one had really had yeah. in the UFC up until that point. I don't think, and then uh, did Misha beat her in the next fight? Misha did beat yeah. her in the next fight, and I think it was a sort of close-ish fight. I think, but my memory was that Holly was going to win it, and then she was submitted in the final round. Yeah, uh, so it's really it's a shame for Holly to not have been able to um, defend the belt. But uh, styles know. make fights again. That Misha Tate's wrestling just was was a bit too much for her at points, I guess. But then obviously Amanda Nunes came through and became the greatest. And I mean, Holly Holmes never ducked a fight. And oh my god, Kayla Harrison. I mean, what an amazing thing! When was this fight? Was it like 2015, 2016? The 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 home Rousey fight must have been something like that. So that was a long time ago now. Mm. And Holly Holmes still doing it. She's still doing it, um, you know, at the age of, gosh, when must she be, like 40? Mm. Kayla Harrison, obviously, has just signed to the, the, the UFC and, oh, my God, that that is somebody that I wouldn't want coming charging across an octagon. No. And, but that's an interesting one. I mean, her. we maybe can talk about this as, uh, later on uh, if we talk about 300 and all that kind of stuff, but Kayla Harrison coming down at bantamweight is a really interesting mm. thing. Will she be able to make that weight? She fought most of her career at 155. Mm. So, is it, but Holly Holm, as you say, game is anything. Like, it's like, yeah, I'll take her on. Mm. No problem. Huge name, great wrestler, skill set that is probably not great for me. Mm. 
big opponent as well. Mm. She'll be huge for the weight class. Holly Holmes is like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, that's my top three. And uh, let us know your thoughts. Get commenting below and uh, let us know what your three favourite fights are. Um, I'm sure in the future we will do yours, Mr. Harrison. Uh, And, yeah, drop us a a, a little message or or give us a like and a love over on Instagram uh, and uh, TikTok. Uh, We are on X as well. So give us a follow if you don't do so already over there. And when you see this episode drop, then uh, get commenting. Let us know what your favourite all-time three fights are. And uh, and let us know if you think I was wrong to put a Cage Warriors fight with Luke Riley in there. Um, And if you haven't watched that fight, I hope I've described it enough that you need to go and watch it because it is absolutely fantastic. And you can go and watch that over on Fight Pass now or between me and you, it's on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube for free. Uh, Yes, we're done. We're done. Bye. Bye.